Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I'm so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. A huge thank you to Alan Dubon and Black Label CXO for sponsoring today's podcast episode. Alan and the team at Black Label CXO do an amazing job of helping businesses all over the world achieve their dreams of having a more organized and more successful business. From creating websites to helping you with your social media to CRMs, Alan and his team have so many different amazing ideas to help you become a more successful realtor. I'm very thankful for them and how they've been a part of helping my business grow and very thankful for their support and sponsorship of this episode. So let's get into today's podcast episode. On today's episode, we are continuing the next part of my story from my W-2 life to getting into real estate and the struggles at the beginning and where I'm at now and the success that's happened in my business. And so on our last episode, I talked with you about gaining my first client and how I talked to them on or around Thanksgiving Day. And you know, I talked about trusting the process in the last episode and building the relationship and realizing, hey, if I can do this once, I can do this 50, 100, 1,000 times over and over and start to create relationships and grow my real estate business. So that was really, like I kind of said, my first inkling of, oh my goodness, this can work. I finally have a client. I can have success in this business. And that was, like I said, a few months into the business now. What I didn't know at the time, but I'm super thankful for now, is even though it was hard at the time and a lot of work, this client was probably the perfect first client for me to work with. Now, the reason for that is because I showed them a lot of homes. We ended up looking at homes for four months with them. They looked at a bunch of homes and we'll talk about it in a few minutes, but what I learned and the lesson that I really took away from this, you know, client and working with Jonathan's dad was the power of perception. And a lot of it, you know, a lot of what goes on in real estate is not necessarily like what's actually happening. The, you know, people don't necessarily see the success. You know, they see what I let them see. They see what I create. And And this episode of all the episodes is the one where I realized the power of social media. And that's why I'm talking about the power of perception. When I worked with this client, we ended up seeing a bunch of homes. So we ended up seeing 63 homes. And it was my only client at the time. But what I realized was that as I was posting homes on Instagram, Facebook, etc., people perceived that I was having success and busy helping people. They would want to work with me. And I, you know, would say, I'd love to work with them as a client. But when I talk about the power of perception and the power of social media, it's because of how much I learned through helping these amazing clients. Now, I'm not talking about lying, and I definitely did not lie. I just learned that for many people watching, especially on social media, perception can become reality. And so I used social media to my benefit with these clients. And I'll explain what that means as I talk about, you know, interacting with these clients. But over those four months, I realized, hey, if I want to grow my business, you know, I had been in the photography world, I had been in sales. Well, how do you, you know, how did I grow my photography business years and years ago? How did I grow in my sales job? Well, I would talk to people, build relationships, text, email, social media reach out, check on people, and I would also post on social media. And so I knew how to use social media, was super familiar with it, used it all the time, and would communicate with people. 
And so I learned through working with this client that the more I posted, the more successful I looked. And in a way, I became more successful than I actually was at the time because people thought I was more successful. And so it's all about the power of perception. So the client that I worked with, they were amazing. They probably were to this day one of my favorite, if not my favorite clients I've ever worked with. No offense to the rest of you. I love you all. But because I built such a huge relationship as we spent three and a half to four months looking for a home. Now, just so you know, they weren't crazy. They weren't super picky. So just to defend them a little bit, you know, before jumping into the homes and all that, they had a few different situations with family members going on and like wanting to be close to kids and grandkids, but also job opportunities. So when we originally started looking for homes, they were looking in the Lancaster, York, Berks County area, etc. And then they actually settled on another home in another area where they got the job opportunities. So by the end of it, we had looked at 63 homes. And so 63 is a ton. I've probably never shown anyone more than 20 since that. And it's even funny, when I interview clients now, or they interview me and we talk, you know, I joke with them that, you know, I'm willing to show them as many homes as they want, as long as it's between my most homes I've ever shown and my least amount. And they're, they kind of give me this look like, oh my, what's the least and what's the most? And so I tell them that the most was 63, which was this client, and my least was zero, which, you know, consequently enough, was the deal right after this one, because it was right when COVID started. So I say, if you can stay between those numbers, we're in good shape. And they kind of laugh because, well, they're going to see more than zero houses and they're going to see less than 63. But anyway, here's the main point and why I'm talking about the power of perception. What I learned during this time from Thanksgiving to when they finally settled in April is that, you know, they were the only client I worked with. (laughs) It was the only client that I started working with in 2019. And it was my first settlement when we got into 2020. And as we got into 2020, I did meet more clients that I worked with. But at the time in 2019 and early 2020, I had no one else to help. And so some of the things I did with them, I can't necessarily do today, but it helped jumpstart my career so much. So I don't have the bandwidth now to show a buyer 63 homes. I'd love to, but I just don't. But if a client needs that kind of attention or to see that many homes, I'd have maybe someone on my team assist me and we split it or something like that. And I've done that recently in my business because, you know, as I've talked about, I don't want to work a ton of hours to make more money. I want to work less. And so if that means handing off a buyer that's going to want to see a bunch of homes, I'll do it. But again, my career shifted a little bit than where it was at in late 2019, early 2020. So the this client, you know, the power of perception and social media and stuff like that. The crazy thing about this, and I want you guys to really hear this, especially if you're in real estate, every single time that I showed this client a home, I posted on social media, almost every single time. Now, I wasn't lying, right? I wouldn't say like, oh, I've got 5 billion clients that I'm helping. I'm amazing. You know, I just said showing a client a house today, took a picture of the house, you know, a few days later, a week later, the weekend, whatever it was, out with my Starbucks, showing home today to a client, and I would post that on social media. And so what happened was it looked like I was busier than I was. When you saw me a few times a week at showing, it looked like, wow, John might have 5 to 10 to 15 clients. And it made me look busier and more successful than I was, the power of perception. And that perception became a reality. People perceived that I had a bunch of clients because they saw me at all these showings, even though I only had the one client. Now, again, I never lied. I'm never going to lie. I would never do that in my business, but I just didn't give extra information away that wasn't needed. I would say showing a house, and I never said, oh, yeah, this is the same client I've shown 50 other homes to. No, I gave them the information that I was at a showing and left it there. 
I only had one client and I showed them those 63 homes and eventually we got to the home that was right for them. But by putting it on social media, it helped my business grow so much. I wanted people to perceive me as a great realtor, as a realtor that's going to run out of the house to show you a home if you need to. Um, And I wanted people to know that I was willing to be there and help them. I wanted people to perceive me as a great realtor. I wanted people to know that I was helpful. And so I was willing to do these showings and I posted them on social media. And, you know, that was what I was doing at the time to grow my business. And I also hosted open houses. Now, here's the thing about open houses that maybe you don't know if you're not a realtor. (laughs) When you do an open house, you're not making any money. You're not. You're going to an open house, really, (laughs) where I was at, was praying that a buyer that's not represented by another agent would walk in and you're hosting the open house for, you know, whatever listing agent, and you're hoping that you could potentially be the buyer agent. So, you know, that's what, what I was doing. I'd go to open houses and work with this one client that I had. Now, I never met any potential clients. I, I've never you know, sold a home to anyone that I met in an open house. But it shows the power of perception. And perception is often reality. You know, I would post whenever I was showing one of these 63 homes to the client. I would post, hey, come visit us at this open house. Now, the world outside of real estate didn't know, oh, John's just sitting there not making any money. When I hosted an open house, it made me look successful. I still remember a person that I did my real estate classes with, and I remember him saying to me, (laughs) he's like, wow, John, you're really crushing it in this business. How are you doing this? And I was like, well, like I'm sharing this stuff on social media. And the crazy thing is this person is no longer a realtor. They did not survive because they weren't putting stuff on social media. You know, I even told them, hey, look, I have one client and I'm doing open houses, but I don't get paid for it. But I looked to him like I was absolutely crushing it in the real estate business. You know, and when I talked to him and told him what I was doing, I really didn't have the heart to say, dude, I'm not crushing it. I'm struggling. I'm like barely paying our bills. I'm like praying that we can keep our house and, you know, not lose our house or have to sell it or whatever. Like it was tough. But again, the perception made me look busy and successful. So I just kind of ran with it. You know, I told him, hey, I appreciate I'm doing the things that I can to have success. But I also showed him like, hey, these are things you could be doing in your business. Now, they didn't listen. And he's now one of the 80% that did not survive the first two years. But it was all at the time about using social media well, using my network. (laughs) You know, I was making $0 at the time. So I'm showing all these homes, never making a buck, doing open houses every weekend, never making a buck. But I was so worried about going broke that I kept doing the things and putting the stuff on social media because I knew eventually it would create success. So that's the next part of the story. And, you know, finally, those clients went under contract and bought a house. They settled in April. So, you know, license in August, eight months later, they finally bought a house and I finally got my first paycheck. But the crazy part about getting that first paycheck, and like I said, building relationships and connecting with people, once I did it once, like I said before, I kind of said previously about the Kool-Aid man, once I did it once where I'm like, oh my gosh, I can have fun with this. I can build relationships. I can care about people. I can really help them with one of the biggest decisions of their lifetime. Oh, and I can get paid. Like, that was fun. Let's run through another brick wall. Let's do it 15 or 20 more times this year, whatever. You know, and one of the cool things is that perception led to more success. You know, and as we kind of close out this episode, I'll share on the next episode about the big summer that I had after that settlement in April of 2020, but it really propelled my business but none of it would have been possible had I not been using 
social media and understanding the power of perception and how people perceive me while they perceived me as a great realtor and a realtor that was busy because of the stuff that I put on social media. And so that really helped me start to create success and I really started to finally see it. And we'll talk more about it on our next episode. So thanks for being along for the journey of sharing my story. And I'll see you guys really soon. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much. And we will see you on the next episode.